Project Health Puzzle Made Simple. I'm your host Prajakta and this podcast will help you uncover the root causes to your gut issues, help you heal and nurture your gut through the healing power of nutrition and healthy lifestyle modifications. I will be sharing quick and easy tips that you can implement right away to solve your gut health puzzle. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm a registered dietitian, founder and CEO of Right Nutrition Works, and I'm so glad you have joined me today. Hey there, I am super excited for today's podcast episode. My today's podcast episode is on gut hormone connection. And I'm so lucky to be joined today by Dr. Meghna Thacker. She is my dear friend and a wonderful naturopathic physician who specializes in women's hormones and thyroid disorders. It is wonderful to have you, Dr. Thacker. Welcome. Thank you so much. So before we begin our episode, I'm just going to do a quick read on Dr. Thacker. Dr. Meghna Thacker is a licensed naturopathic physician in the state of Arizona and a founder to feel your best self naturopathic medicine. She's also an Amazon best-selling author and an inspirational speaker. She likes to take her time to listen to her patients and help them get to the root cause of their health problems. Her passion is to help people suffering from hormone disorders, is drawn from her personal struggle with Hashimoto's thyroiditis and hypothyroidism. She has created a unique protocol that she shares in her book, Seven Steps to Heal Your Thyroid. I'm going to repeat the name of the book. It's called Seven Steps to Heal Your Thyroid. So thank you for being here once again. We both are obviously connected because we both are believers in addressing the root cause to our patients. We both have collaborated in past and had done some events together, and I look forward to more collaborations in future. So let's jump right into our episode. Now, I see lot of people with digestive issues pretty much every single days. And um, what I would say that at least 50% of those people are struggling with thyroid issues. So Dr. Thakur, I would like to ask you, what role does thyroid hormone play in digestion? Absolutely. Firstly, Prajapa, I just want to say that you are doing a wonderful job uh, educating everyone via the podcast, Your Gut Health Puzzle Made Simple. And thank you for inviting me as a guest for this podcast. I hope that I can also help your listeners break down the gut hormone connection. My aim is to cover the role of three important glands that produce hormones. And we'll begin with the thyroid. So I'll come back to your question. So the thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland located in the base of our neck. It produces the hormone T4 when four iodine molecules come together. In our liver, the T4 is converted to T3, which is the active thyroid hormone, which is then utilized by our cells to produce energy. Thyroid is the gas pedal of our car, car being the body. 
When we press on the gas pedal, the car runs. Just like that, when the thyroid is working optimally, the body has a good metabolism. So when the thyroid is under functioning or slow, the metabolism slows down. What does that mean for our gut? It means that we could be prone to constipation. When you don't have regular bowel movements, then there is a potential of the bad bacteria to grow in the gut, sometimes leading to a condition called SIBO or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. This can lead to inflammation in the gut, which then affects the functioning of our gut and difficulty digesting and absorbing foods, leading to nutritional deficiencies. Can you see how your thyroid health affects digestion? On the other hand, a common autoimmune disorder is called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is the leading cause of why people develop hypothyroidism. In this case, the body's immune system produces antibodies against your thyroid gland, causing inflammation, which over time destroys the thyroid gland. Without support, the thyroid gland will not produce adequate thyroid hormones, again leading to hypothyroidism. There is a correlation between Hashimoto's thyroiditis and a condition called leaky gut. In this condition, due to the inflammation present in the gut, the gut lining gets damaged, allowing the toxins from the gut to cross over into the bloodstream. Utilizing GI map or a similar stool test will give a good picture of one's microbiome. In case of leaky gut, we are looking for zonulin levels. High zonulin levels indicate presence of leaky gut or impaired intestinal barrier. In this case, following the 4-hour gut healing protocol, which I have seen Prajakta share uh, as well, is um, what is going to help uh, heal the gut lining. So in conclusion, based on the above facts, the thyroid and gut health are directly related. Therefore, in my book, Seven Steps to Heal Your Thyroid, I have dedicated Chapter 3 to this topic. It is called Heal Your Gut. Wow. Thank you so much. That was a really, really good information. And, and I really like the way you said that thyroid being the gas pedal of our body. I really, really loved it. So thank you for sharing. I, I also liked it the way you made everything simple and easy to understand and how there is a connection between our thyroid gland and when thyroid levels are out of range, how that can affect our digestive system and can lead to leaky gut or SIBO or, you know, even inflammation and can just overall mess up your overall gut microbiome status. Now, uh, this is for my audience, but I know I, I still have to go in depth a little bit about uh, SIBO and I have got many requests about that as to do an episode on SIBO and that's on my list. So definitely there will be a, a detailed episode coming out on SIBO as well as on leaky gut because that's the hot topic. You read about leaky gut everywhere. The clinical term for leaky gut is increased intestinal permeability and there will be definitely an episode coming out. So thank you so much, Dr. Thacker, once again. So moving on to my next question to you. What is the role of adrenal hormones in all of this? So adrenal glands sit on the top of the kidneys and produce hormones, cortisol, aldosterone, adrenaline, and noradrenaline. 
Cortisol is commonly referred to as stress hormone. Typically, our day-to-day -day production of cortisol should be highest in the morning time and decline as the evening approaches. So cortisol is like the gas in your car. Remember that the thyroid is the gas pedal. So when you're running low on gas, the car won't go too far, even when you push on the gas pedal. And that's why it's correlated. So adrenal fatigue is a condition when the cortisol levels are out of balance. This can affect our energy and blood sugar levels, commonly causing weight gain in the mid-abdomen region. Now let's understand the HPA axis. The hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis sets in motion a cascade of biochemicals and hormones that end in the stimulation of adrenal glands and the release of cortisol. This starts your body's fight against stress. During stressful conditions or experiences, especially chronic stress, the level of cortisol in your bloodstream increases significantly. As a result, negative impacts occur on many of the body's systems, especially the digestive system. Blood flow decreases in the digestive system and increases in your brain and muscles. This fuels the fight or flight response the high cortisol levels not only negatively affect the digestion, but also the absorption of nutrients. So this is the connection between our stress hormone cortisol and digestion. Thank you. This is really wonderful. And I always uh, tell my clients that um, there is no one specific reason for your imbalanced gut or uh, imbalanced digestive problems because it's like a puzzle and there are many pieces to this puzzle. So nutrition is one, there is stress, there is physical activity, there is hormones and everything has been playing its role to either affect your digestive system or if everything looks good, your digestive system is working really well. So if you are only going to change your diet or if you are only going to focus on stress management, you may find some relief, but it will not necessarily heal you 100% or you may not able to find the results long term. So definitely, as uh, we learned from Dr. Tacker today, is that how um, that stress hormone, especially cortisol and constant level, high levels of cortisol can affect your um, overall health, but specifically gut health. So definitely, if you are leading a very stressful life, it is really, really important to take a charge of your stress, you need to get into some type of stress management practices. And it needs to be a part of your daily routine, just not just when you are, um, your stress level is high, it has to be done every day. I always tell my clients, just like you take a shower and you brush your teeth every day, you can compromise on those things, it should be a part of, uh, you know, your daily routine. So this is a really great information. All right. So next question um, in the uh, in this topic will be, what is the role of liver in all of this? And are there any strategies that you would like to share with our audience today on how we should support our liver? I, I think, especially the strategies that they can implement right away, I would really think that the audience is going to appreciate you. Sure. I have a really long answer for this question. I hope that you're ready to listen. 
So the liver is located in the upper right-hand portion of our abdominal cavity. It is the largest gland in our body. It functions as a big filter. Anything and everything that we put in our body is processed by the liver. Then, does it make sense that we need to take care of this important organ? It is also a very forgiving organ, which means that it is the only organ that has the ability to regenerate. The liver gets damaged when we make bad choices like eating too much of fried and fatty foods, overindulge in alcohol, overuse certain medications, and have exposure to environmental toxins. If the damage is to a certain extent, then with the help of liver healing foods and supplements and avoiding the above-mentioned liver-damaging choices, we can reverse the changes to the liver. In case of hormones, all our hormones are processed by the liver. The T4 hormone that is made by the thyroid gland is converted to T3 in the liver. If the liver is unhealthy, this conversion will not happen, and thus the person will suffer from symptoms of hypothyroidism. I hope that you can see how all of this is connected or interrelated in our bodies. Let's talk about all the functions of the liver. The liver regulates most chemical levels in the blood and excretes a product called bile. This helps carry away waste products from the liver. All the blood leaving the stomach and intestines passes through the liver. The liver processes this blood and breaks down, balances and creates the nutrients and also metabolizes drugs into forms that are easier to use for the rest of the body or that are non-toxic. More than 500 vital functions have been identified with the liver. When liver has broken down harmful substances, its byproducts are excreted into the bile or blood. Bile byproducts enter the intestine and leave the body in the form of feces, while blood byproducts are filtered out by the kidneys and leave the body in the form of urine. Now, we know why liver is such an important gland, so let's talk about how to protect it. Who loves their morning coffee? I do. Studies have shown that drinking coffee protects the liver from disease, even among those who already have problems with this organ. Coffee increases antioxidant levels in the liver, all while decreasing inflammation. Remember coffee in moderation. I don't recommend more than a couple cups a day. If you've been wondering how to detox or cleanse your liver without compromising your health, then listen on. Just keep in mind, these strategies aren't about detoxing or cleansing the liver itself per se. They are about supporting the liver so it can perform optimally in all of its vital actions, including detoxification. Adopt a liver in a gut-friendly diet. Food is medicine. I'm sure that you hear that from Prajakta all the time. You need a balanced, plant-dense, and that, sorry, you need a balanced plant-dense diet that promotes healthy body composition and contains diverse nutrients and phytonutrients that support liver and gut health. A good first step is to ditch the processed foods and drink more water. Skip most prepackaged foods, excess caffeine and alcohol, and focus on whole foods, organic when possible, including vegetables, fruits, whole grains, beans, nuts, seeds, sustainably raised meats, fish, eggs, and minimally processed oils such as olive, avocado, or coconut oil. 
Eating a clean, whole food-centric diet means taking a break from most of the foods, additives, and pesticide residues that tax your system while adding in nutrient-dense foods that will nourish the body. Liver-friendly foods. Once you've got the basics down, you can start adding in targeted foods that promote healthy liver functioning. That is, fuel glutathione production, bind heavy metals and toxins, and help stimulate the bile flow. Here are some liver-friendly foods. Almonds, sunflower seeds, peanuts, wheat germs, salmon, and avocado are all great sources of vitamin E, a potent antioxidant that research suggests can combat oxidative stress and help both bolster liver health. Artichoke. Bile helps to transport toxins so they can be removed from the body. So healthy bile flow is essential for optimal liver health and toxin removal. Artichoke have been used for centuries to stimulate bile flow and help protect the liver. Berries. Deep-hued berries such as blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries aren't only loaded with fiber. They contain phytochemicals called anthocyanins which have potent antioxidant properties and have been shown to scavenge free radicals and promote normal inflammatory processes. Cruciferous vegetables, such as broccoli sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, called... Sorry, I, it's a little addition, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Okay, cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and watercress contain sulfur-containing phytochemicals called glucosinolates, which help the body remove toxins and promote longevity. Dandelion greens, along with other bitter greens such as mustard greens and arugula are great too because they help stimulate bile production and promote healthy digestion. Glutathione boosting foods. Glutathione is an antioxidant concentrated in the liver that helps bind and neutralize toxins and escort them out of the body via urine or bile. Glutathione can be obtained directly from a few foods, including raw spinach, avocado, and asparagus. And it can be produced by our body from the amino acids, glutamines, uh, glycine, and cysteine. I offer the nutrient IVs at my office, and one of the popular IVs on the menu is with glutathione. Green tea. In addition to elevating antioxidant capacity in the body, the phytochemicals in green tea help trigger both phase one and phase two liver detoxification pathways in the body. In phase one, the toxins are converted into a water-soluble compounds by enzymes, and in phase two, toxins are bound to protective chemicals that neutralize them and allow them to be eliminated via bile or urine. Milk thistle. One of the most well-known herbal supplements for liver health is milk thistle, which is an extract from the seeds of the flowering milk thistle plant. It has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties and has been shown to boost glutathione levels. Turmeric. Turmeric root and its bioactive curcuminoids have demonstrated to be hepatoprotective in preclinical animal studies. The turmeric botanical is also an anti-inflammatory, 
powerhouse that helps maintain inflammatory and oxidative balance and promote glutathione production. NAC, N-acetylcysteine, is a powerful antioxidant that has been shown to promote antioxidant activity in the liver and support the essential functions of our detox organs. Vitamin C, if you haven't noticed by now, antioxidant activity is wildly important when it comes to promoting liver health and supporting the body's detoxification efforts day in and day out. Just like glutathione, vitamin C and NAC can be administered via IVs, which I offer at my office. Selenium. This important antioxidant mineral is vital to the body's natural detoxification pathways for its free radical quenching abilities. When it comes to liver function, selenium helps reduce the toxicity of heavy metals, example cadmium and mercury, so they can be effectively removed from the body. I know this was a lot of information, but Prajakta, I hope that your listeners find it helpful. And again, thank you for inviting me today to your podcast, Your Gut Health puzzle made simple. I hope that I was able to help simplify the gut hormone connection for your listeners. Absolutely. And definitely the answer was long, but it was made it simple for the audience. So um, I'm sure, uh, you know, people or the listeners will be able to uh, absorb everything. I'm going to put uh, some information that is extremely important in my show notes. So if you can't catch anything while you're listening, because I know many times people love to listen to the podcast while driving or cooking or taking care of their kids, and you may not be able to write down all the notes, but I'm going to keep those notes or put those notes in my show notes. So you can always go back and check those notes. But as you all see by Dr. Tacker's answer that how critical the liver is in all of this big picture. Liver is like a filter. I, again, really love that sentence, what she, uh, what Dr. Tacker made a statement about liver. It is just like a filter and your liver is working seven by 24 without any breaks no vacation for our liver. It's constantly working. So it is really, really our responsibility to make sure that we are putting less stress on our liver by choosing right foods, eating whole foods, minimizing the intake of foods that comes in a package. I'm not going to say that uh, it is probably not practical for every one of us to completely eliminate processed foods and um, and it's okay, but we need to definitely minimize that. Eat wide variety. And I always tell my clients is to eat like a rainbow. Try all different colors of rainbow on your plate every single day. And if you practice these things, definitely your liver will be extremely happy with you and it will support you with your digestive health. So thank you so much, Dr. Tacker. And I know that we can talk on this topic for hours, but if, and you have definitely highlighted some of the um, key areas that are very, very uh, important and very informative to my audience. Now, I want to ask you, how can people find you, get in touch with you, or how do you work with people? Sure. <clears throat> I would say the best way would be to go to the website. It is called 
feelyourbestself.com, just as it is, feelyourbestself.com. And I also offer uh, initial free consults for patients, you know, so I feel it is important to offer that so we get to know each other, see if I can help you, if we would be a good fit for each other. And then if I'm ordering blood work, I like to order that before you come to see me. So all that can be taken care of during that appointment. Perfect. And definitely I'm going to put this website in my show notes so that you can directly click on it and uh, visit the website, get more information. If you are interested, definitely schedule a 15-minute call with Dr. Thacker. I'm sure she would love to connect with you, listen to your story, understand what your health goals are, and definitely she will guide you in the right direction during that phone call. So, Thank you so much, Dr. Thacker, once again, for spending your valuable time with us and sharing your knowledge with our audience. Thank you once again. Thank you.